Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading the Journal of Blessed George Matulaitis from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with January 16th and 17th, 1911, pages 62 and 63. January 16th, 1911. It would be a good thing for us to become better educated and to make progress in some field of learning. However, in our congregation, learning is not to become our primary objective. We must make an effort to acquire it, but it is only one of many means that can be used for the greater glory of God, for the welfare of the church, and for the salvation of souls. Our main task is to work and to fight for the salvation of souls and the good of the church, especially in those places where conditions are most difficult, where it seems that all is lost, where the church is persecuted and repressed, where scandals have arisen and spread, where errors and immortality have become deeply rooted. Zeal for souls, for the church and the glory of God must rule our lives and direct all our efforts toward that one goal. Every available means, both natural and supernatural, must be used to increase God's glory, to save more souls, to promote the welfare of the Church. Omnia vestra vos Christi, Christus autum Dei. All is yours, you are Christ's, and Christ is God's. See 1 Corinthians 3, 22-23. We should endeavor to make use of everything for God's glory, human talent and all sorts of gifts, the arts and sciences, trades and professions, all kinds of societies and associations, the press, and so on. But in making use of all these things, we must not forget that they are the means and not an end in themselves. They are but opportunities in which we can more effectively draw people to Christ, our primary goal shall always be to lead people to salvation along the way of true repentance, authentic faith, real love of God and man. In making use of these means, both supernatural and natural, as for example schools, various organizations, the press, and so on, we must not become so immersed in them that we forget our primary aim. We must not make them our goal through the body and its needs, through creatures and external things, we must try to reach the depths of the human spirit and there awaken the love of God and man, there to bring the spirit of Christ. January 17th, 1911. We need to gather together people of goodwill, those who love God and the Church, and organize them to combat the spirit of immorality and godlessness. We must preach Christ not only to them, but also through and with them. We must make an effort to form groups and societies of good, devout people, gather small groups of pious people, centers of intense Catholic life, However, our work should not end there. We must never stop being concerned with those who are steeped in sin, those who have lost their faith or, never having known it, are wandering about in darkness, far away from Christ and his church. We must never forget them, but try to do everything possible to bring them into Christ's fold. January 18th, 1911. 
Naturally, it is much more pleasant to work among and for the devout, and much more difficult to reach those who are prejudiced against the church, who hate it, and even rise up in hostility against it. We need to bring the teaching of Christ to these people and to try to save their souls. The good laborer in Christ's vineyard cannot afford to leave a large portion of his field unattended. 2. We must be willing to sprinkle it with his sweat and even his blood. He must be willing to sprinkle it with his sweat and even with his blood, if need be, so that the kingdom of Christ would grow and prosper. Let us be like that good and compassionate Father in the gospel who stands in the doorway waiting for the return of his prodigal son. He catches sight of him while he is still a long way off and runs out to meet him, embraces and kisses him, brings him home, dresses him in the finest garments and spreads out a feast for him. See Luke 15, uh, verses 20 and following. Even more fervently, let us imitate the good shepherd of the gospel. See Luke 15, 3 through 7, who quietly leaves his 99 sheep grazing and goes out in the forests, the valleys, and hills in search of the one lost sheep. Having found it, he carries it on his shoulders back to the other good sheep. May our zeal always be directed to those who do not know Christ or who do not know him sufficiently. Like good soldiers of Christ, we must be prepared to go wherever he is attacked so that we may join in battle and give our lives for him. In the first entry, Blessed George tells us about the importance of education, but he says that this is not the primary objective of the congregation. The Jesuit orders and the Dominican orders are very involved in education, so it would be considered normal for a Dominican or a Jesuit to receive a doctorate and to teach in one of their universities. Now, there are a few Marian fathers with, the, with doctorates who teach in universities, but it is not the norm for us. Blessed George sees the Marians more as special forces troops who go where the need is greatest, to work for the salvation of souls where the church is persecuted or where there have been scandals, etc., He does not want us to be afraid of difficult conditions. Two Marians have been beatified as martyrs who died during the Second World War at the hands of the Nazis. Five more who died during the Second World War are in the process of approval for beatification. They were killed by communists during the Second World War. Blessed George wants the Marians to use a variety of means to lead people to salvation. We can never forget our goal, the salvation of souls. In the second entry, Blessed George speaks of gathering dedicated lay people to assist us in our task of saving souls. He speaks of creating groups or circles of people who would be formed well so that they can help others. And Blessed George wants to reach not just the devout, but even those who hate the church. He offers the example of the father in the parable of the prodigal son. He didn't reject his son who had rejected him. Also the example of the good shepherd who leaves the 99 to seek the stray. May our zeal inspire us to find the lost and even to offer our lives for them.
Need a miracle? Here's a prayer for a special grace through the intercession of Blessed George, which has received ecclesiastical approval. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O God, our Lord and Father, you surround us always by your care. Receive our humble petition, and through the intercession of Blessed George, who suffered so much for your glory and for the increase of your kingdom here on earth, grant me the grace, and here mention your intention, for which I ask you with confidence, promising to live from now on with greater fidelity to your commandments. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. To receive a Blessed George prayer card, or to report graces received through the intercession of Blessed George, please visit us at thedivinemercy.org slash journal. That's thedivinemercy.org slash journal. Blessed George, pray for us. Jesus, I trust in you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Thank you, and God bless you. Are you a Marian Helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.